Hello and welcome to another episode of April Classic. Guys, first of all, I'm really really sorry for being so inconsistent. I had some difficulties regarding some technical issues, but finally I think I sorted that out and we are good to go, I guess. Well, the game week 7 of the Premier League was exciting and things are getting excited to be honest. But before we start, I want to let you know that guys, if you really really love April Classic, then please follow April Classic on Instagram. I'll give you the link down below. Follow the April Classic blog as well, where I post about a lot of Premier League stuff and I write about stuff. So follow that as well. And if you really like this episode, I'll ask you guys to share it with your friends. And uh, you can drop a review on Apple Podcast as well if you're listening to iTunes or you know Apple Podcast. That will be really really good help for me. So on that note, guys, let's get started. Now the game week seven started with the Wolves versus Crystal Palace. Wolves to Crystal Palace 0. Now, Crystal Palace again, um, they, they, they started really well. They had a really nice um, Premier League beginnings, but things are not working anymore for um, Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson's typical defensive strategy is not working and Wolves capitalized in that situation and clear three points and that's a very good thing for Wolves actually because they are they were suffering to find the form and I think they got it finally. Now Manchester City versus Sheffield United, Manchester City won Sheffield 0. Manchester City although we, we know Manchester City to be really dominant to score five or six goals in this in this kind of matches but we haven't seen that. Now but still Sheffield uh, wasn't playing that bad. Manchester had some difficulties in the second half but they managed three points with um I'll, I'll say with brilliant midfield and but still there are a lot of things they have to change there are a lot of um you know players need to step up especially i think most importantly gabriel jesus might come back in the next game week which is a very good sign for uh, pep guardiola but he um pep guardiola needs to you know keep up this momentum and he needs to be more dominant now there are links that Pep Guardiola might join Barcelona but he denied that factor completely and he clearly said he really wants to stay and his chapter with Barcelona is over. Now I don't know how true it is, I, I don't know how it will be continued but more or less I think it's a very good sign that Pep Guardiola is staying at Manchester City for maybe two or three seasons. Now Chelsea versus Burnley, now finally Chelsea they're still trying to figure out um, the proper formation because they changed the formation again. They went to 4-3-3 with Kai Harvest in the midfield section. A very nice score for them. 3 and Burnley 0. Chelsea was dominant. They were playing really good. And I think with um, Timo Werner and uh, especially Ziyech, he was playing brilliantly. So that's a very good sign for Chelsea as well. And I think this team although they need to find out the proper formation or the proper um, you know mindset for the players because they are keeping on changing the formation for a couple of um, matches now but i think finally they have found the proper one i i think so uh, i think as i said chelsea has a lot of things to offer and i think they can do it properly now next up liverpool versus west ham liverpool although they had a lot of uh, you know they had a lot of difficulties to be honest defenders were not uh, available for him but still Liverpool did really really good and especially Allison coming back and it was a very good sign for him and although West Ham scored the first goal 
they they were predominant uh, they were really close to scoring another one but liverpool they came back and they won with diego jota again scoring diego jota so far i think he is doing really really good and uh, if if this moment goes on if if this goes on i think liverpool can have a very crucial player in in terms of diego jota and i think that's a very good sign for you can club especially when uh his club is dealing with some injuries and um some card issues now aston villa and southampton aston villa i'm really f- uh, sad for aston villa to be honest because they started wonderful they won few matches they were unbeaten for few matches they won against liverpool we all know that what happened but somewhere or the other i think the form is going down with aston villa and southampton what prowse brilliant well southampton is playing really well for a couple of days and southampton 4 west aston villa 3 although i i had a little bit of uh, you know like i was in shock when i got got this i was watching this match and i i was shocked with this performance because i thought maybe aston villa could win and could go back to the uh, winning you know race again but it is it didn't happen and southampton to be honest they deserved this win and they were playing really good all the aston villa in the last couple of minutes in this game was you know almost doing a 4-4 but southampton managed to get three points and that's a very good sign now newcastle versus everton everton believe me uh, um carl arsenalotti has a lot of things to worry about because without james rodriguez his club is not that efficient to be really honest now he needs player in the bench although we have links up that isco might join everton but that's a you know far fetched theory not not happening right now but everton needs to worry about their bench because their bench is not doing really good on the other hand everton considered goal in back to back eight matches which is also concerning point for everton because they need to have clean sheet although they they bought alan who was playing really good who was who was also who was really good in this particular match as well but um newcastle to everton won colum wilson scoring two goals and calvert-lewin he did something and there was a hope that they might come back but it was too late for everton but still i think that's a huge question again uh, on everton's bench and Carlo Ancelotti should work on that. I'm I'm pretty surprised why he didn't work on that because he should because his bench is absolutely disaster. No one replaced James Rodriguez. No one even like you you forget about replacing it though. No one was even near to it. And I think that's a very very uh, crucial part for Everton to look after and Newcastle they are they are going good. I was watching this particular meme on Instagram where they said that the class or the quality of players Newcastle had they should have played beautiful they should play beautiful because they have a ni- nice players and i think for the last two matches newcastle is doing pretty great and they are um, you know using the resources they have and colin wilson is kind of going back to the scoring form so it's a very good news for newcastle but everton needs to work on that needs to work on the bench needs to get players fit as soon as possible although in the next match denia is coming back against manchester united and also uh, richardson and hamis rodriguez is coming back but apart from that if they are not available if some something happens to hamis rodriguez he's not if he's not fit or something there's no one who can replace him so that's a very good bad news for everton but i think uh, arsenal roti will do something in the upcoming transfer window and they should now 
The next match is extremely important because Manchester versus Arsenal. Arsenal won Manchester United 0. A lot of people, uh, especially, will say that the time of falling on a Schwarzer is end, to be honest, but it's not true. Manchester United was playing really good. Although they were, they were attacking, they were not attackingly very offensive. They were not um, thinking about scoring goals. They were not creating chances. But defensively, they were pretty good with McTominay and Fred in the midfield. What Ole Gunnar Schwalzer did is exactly copied what Pep Guardiola did in the last game week. Overloading the wings, stopping the counter-attack, stopping Saka and Aubameyang movement. And it was doing pretty good. It was working pretty good. It was efficient because if you see for... Um, Apart from the uh, penalty that was given away by Pogba, nothing was wrong in this particular match. And he was doing pretty good. But some way or the other, I think the work rate that again comes in, in terms of Manchester United, because the work rate from Bruno Fernandes or Van de Beek or Edison Kamhani, even though he came he came uh, late, but the work rate was not just there. Especially, a lot of people can talk about the midweek uh, games for... Um, um, Champions League and also the other matches are making players really really tired but it is it is football it, it is professional game you have to step up you, especially when everyone is doing that it's not you're not the only one who's doing that I think when Arsenal uh, played a match for their um, Europa League but they, they came back and they were the same they had the same mentality now although Arsenal managed to get three points I think there are enough caveats for Arteta to worry about because in, in a match, in a gameplay, they are being extremely predictable. Because if you see Saka, if you see the match, if you, if you have seen Saka who was playing in the midfield, he was mostly playing as a left wing forward, which was actually the game plan what Arteta goes in is overloading the wings and trying to connect the Saka and Aubameyang movement or trying to get William in the game. But it is not working to be honest. It is, it is not happening. Aubameyang scored a goal from penalty, but up, up, but apart from that, there was nothing extremely interesting what Arsenal did. Now, there are some good points for Arsenal, to be honest. Elneny, the work rate he put in here, was, it was absolutely phenomenal. And Thomas Partey, he was, I, I won't say he was brilliant, but he was good. He did what the manager asked him to do, and I think it's a very good point. From the Manchester United point of view, I don't know why Pogba was playing on the left-hand side. I don't know why Mata didn't come in. I don't know why uh, you you introduced Van de Beek in exchange of uh, Bruno Fernandes. Where I think they they both should play, especially when you need a goal. And it isn't Cavani. The work rate again. I'm asking. It is um, not really happening. Now the thing is, a lot of people will say that you know he's new in this particular club. He wants to you know settle down, and he he needs some time to you know to accommodate himself with the uh, particular gaming star but I have to tell you that he is not young Manchester United cannot afford to give him time because I think at the moment he takes time let's suppose he takes one season to you know, prepare understand the game the next season he is maybe he's retiring so you never know with this kind of player so especially if you ask me Manchester United they bought Cavani to get instant results to get goals Especially with Martial, he wasn't uh, efficient enough, so they they wanted Cavani to go in and to score goals. But uh, to be honest, Manchester United wasn't doing that. Now a lot of people will say that obviously um, the the in just two to three d days of difference, you have to play Champions League and Premier League as well. But it is going on, and this will go on till the Christmas. So you have to understand that 
Manchester United have to figure out a way to you know to to understand what they need and why they need and they need to have players who are ready to commit and to give hundred percent in each and every match. Now also a lot of people are saying that that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's um, strategy wasn't efficient enough. I think it was. I think it was pretty good. It was working pretty good. But you you, you cannot do anything about the penalty. You, you can't do that. You you Pogba being an experienced player. I think it was absolutely cheeky from him, and it, it's not expected from a guy like um, Paul Pogba. But it happened, and you lost three points again in the home. And Arsenal managed to win at Old Trafford after 14 years. It's a very very big thing for Arteta, especially when he was, for the first time in his uh, Arsenal career, was being asked a lot of times, and he was criticized a lot. With all them moving on from Tottenham Hospital to Brighton, Tottenham to Brighton won with Gareth Bale scoring and. You know, contributing in the winning goal. That's very extremely crucial. That is extremely crucial because Tottenham Hotspur. They 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 have the same busy um, week as well. They have the same busy um, game week. They have uh, Europa, then they have um, Premier League as well. But this team is looking really great. Also, Jose Mourinho have said that with this kind of work rate, with this kind of uh, performance. Gareth Bale is going back to the form, going back to the fitness level where he used to play at his prime, which is a really good thing for um, Tottenham Hotspur. And I think they need it. They need really uh, importantly. And Dombele, I think I have to mention that game. Uh, and Dombele is absolutely phenomenal. He's doing what he is needed to do. He's creating chances. He's holding the midfield as well in the proper time. And he is available where he needs to be. That's a very crucial thing. And I think Jose Mourinho will be happy. He was, although he was he was uh, mocking um, Real Madrid to leave a player like Gareth Bell, <laughs> but we have to see. We still have to see because Brighton was playing really great. They scored one goal again. That means not a clean sheet for um, Tottenham Hotspur. But we have to see. And if Tottenham Hotspur carries the particular uh, form they are, you know, going on right now, I think it's going to be a very crucial thing in the Premier League. Now, when I'm recording this podcast, Fulham versus West Ham is still yet to still uh, to play, and Leeds is still to face Leicester City. Now, I'm really hoping the last game to be really exciting because Leeds and Leicester with Jimmy Vardy, I think, is going to be extremely interesting. It can be a goal-scoring match, but let's see. Let's see what happens. Now, if you see the table right now, Liverpool is in the top with. 15 with 16 points in seven matches Tottenham in the second with 14 points the same uh, number of matches played and then Everton then Southampton <laughs> uh, it, it is interesting but the last five matches they just had one draw and believe me if I, the moment I'm checking in there's no other player there's no other club who had a better stat than Southampton the last couple of matches it's a really really good thing for Southampton although Leicester City Arsenal Manchester City they are closing in they are covering the gaps and especially Manchester City uh, played one match less than Liverpool and Tottenham Hotspur they are in a very good shape as well but this league is interesting this is getting interesting and Manchester United they need to step up they, they need to step up Burnley again they lost so again a crucial uh, moment for Burnley just before there there are rumors that Burnley might have a 200 
million dollars take over but it's still a thing to ask and if they do not stay in the Premier League I really don't know whether that takeover will happen or not Sheffield and Fulham they have to work on the defense Sheffield especially and Fulham they have to work on their defense although they have still they still have chances it's not that the game is over with the momentum the Premier League is going on anything can happen anytime and we can't predict anything but Fulham needs to step up and needs to do something with the defense and have to work on that now on that note guys i will be in this particular podcast here thank you for listening to apl classic again i'm telling you guys if you really like apl classic and if you really like getting updates and i'll be i'll be making proper strategical podcast or you know strategical uh, analysis of arsenal and liverpool or tottenham hospital or manchester city in upcoming game weeks just i just want them to settle down i just want them to find the proper set of players they want to introduce in the first match in the in the first 11 so i'm waiting for that but after that i will be uh, analyzing them and a lot of interesting episodes are coming in so guys keep uh, following apl classic and keep watching premier league thank you